Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving, plus high in fiber and up to 10 grams of protein per serving. Available on Amazon.com, Walmart.com, and Hero.co. That's Hero.co. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your purchase with promo code IHM10. Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. The following podcast is a Green Fresh Media production. Hello, good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lanny, and I can't believe this happened again, but it happened again, and I ran into Sean, Sean Mendez, um, this morning. Did I say hi? No. Did I say morning? Did I say anything? No. But do we make eye contact? Did our shoulders brush slash? No, we didn't brush, but he was literally like right next to me, and the same thought process. Oh, this man is really cute. I should make eye contact with him. I'm going to make eye contact with him. Oh, shit. This man is Sean. Um, so that's what happened this morning. And then I went and got coffee. I was on my way to get coffee from my favorite coffee shop at the moment, Navasocial. If you're in Toronto, definitely hit it up. They have three locations. They have this is not sponsored at all. Um, they have a location on King Street East in Corktown. Um, they have one on Waterloo Terrace, which is off of King West, beside Dasha on King Street West. And then they have one on St. Clair West in, near like Forest Hill area. And they also have one inside of Cali Love at Young and Egg. Um, I'm their biggest fan, so definitely check them out. I highly recommend for your first time get the vanilla oat latte they use like vanilla bean in their um vanilla syrup super yummy but also love their oat flat white highly recommend highly recommend their pastries their brown butter cookie is to die for but let's get into the segments for today's episode i'm really excited to have mia on the pod mia miller we talk about anxiety and everything um, I think you're really going to like this episode. She's awesome. And now I have another friend in New York. And I think at this rate, I have way too many friends in New York. And you're going to see with all the upcoming episodes, I record with a lot of New York-based influencers, people in the spotlight. Um, and I'm really starting to question why I live in Toronto, other than the fact that I get to run into Sean Mendez. Um, and I'm close to my family, obviously. And I love Toronto. But I think I need to book a trip to New York as even looking at flights last night and you know what they're really not bad like it's $300 less than $300 for a round trip before taxes I don't know what it is after tax because obviously I didn't go through with purchasing the tickets but it's really not bad I'd have somewhere to stay I meet I'd be able to network and meet with so many people in person um I haven't been to New York since I was 12 so I think it's about time we're we're 22 it's been like 10 years guys um So I really think I need to go to New York and 
go for a weekend and just have a super jam-packed weekend, maybe like four-day trip, three-day trip, but it needs to happen. Chicago needs to happen. Cali needs to happen. Um, Vancouver needs to happen. Montreal needs to happen. I think at this point, I just need to go on a world tour and visit all my friends. If anyone wants to fund me, um, maybe we'll open a GoFundMe page so we can support me meeting my friends, my internet friends. I'm totally joking. Um, We are not opening up a GoFundMe. If we are, it's to donate money to a charity, preferably a mental health organization. All jokes aside, I really need to travel and visit people. Um, It's been a while, and that's going to be my resolution for 2022, one of them, and it's going to actually travel to the places that I say I want to travel to, and I'm actually going to do it. And my friend Shayna actually made me realize this. I'm an adult and I make my own money and I can do what I want with that money. So if I want to travel, I can buy plane tickets and go and travel. So for 2022, I'm announcing it here. You guys are going to hold me accountable. We are going to New York. We're going to Chicago. We're going to California, like LA, Malibu, Santa Monica, San Diego sort of situation. San Diego, I already said that. Um, I really want to go to Vancouver. I really want to go to Montreal, visit Kayla. And yeah, we're we're holding it accountable. I'm putting it out there. We are traveling in 2022. That is a resolution. I am going to do it. Now on to my weekly intention. So my weekly intention is to focus on myself and to really lean into my self-care practices. Um definitely going through a little bit of a low, but also like really exciting times. I, but by the time you're listening to this podcast, I would have finished my final exam. Um, I finished on the 12th. I would have been done school. So future Lanny is done school when you're listening to this. Congrats to me. Um, and I'm starting a new job on the 13th, which is super exciting at a creative agency. I'm really excited about that. And I think it's going to be a really exciting new chapter to my life. Um, Just give me a moment. I'm currently vlogging myself recording this podcast and I don't want to record like a million minute clip. But anyhow, let's get back into our comfort position, which is lying on my bed with my legs out in front of me, my laptop on my lap and my mic on my stomach slash chest and we're just chilling here leaning against the pillow to paint a picture we are emma chamberlain we are embracing our inner emma um but my weekly intention is just to really lean into my self-care practices really set myself up for success with my new job and going into a new routine um you are always asking me how i like figure out a routine when things are changing So this is going to be a trial and error process. I'm going to be commuting into an office, which is like a 30-minute transit commute, um, which isn't bad. I can walk, which would be like 40-ish minutes. So I'll probably like walk home if it's not dark. Maybe I'll walk there. I don't know. We shall see. But really excited to that. Lean into my self-care practices to allow me to really show up as my best self and my highest self, as I always preach. But that leads me in to the tip of my week, and it is to pay attention to how you're actually feeling mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and give your body what it needs and what it's asking for. I feel like we constantly try to quiet the voice inside of our body, our intuition, our gut feeling, but it really does know best, and 
I think I've always noticed when I do listen to it and I do treat my body with respect and I listen to that intuition, that gut feeling, that inner voice, um, it really benefits me. So I encourage you to do that in your self-care practices, in your day-to-day routines and life. Um, really listen into your intuition. Like, Don't block that sound. Really listen to it. I know it sounds crazy, but just really take a moment to listen to yourself and what your body actually needs and wants and what it's craving, whether it be a really comforting meal or a night in and taking a nice bath or a moment to journal, or maybe you're feeling really tight and you need to stretch, or maybe you're craving social interaction. So you're going out with your friends. Um, Maybe you need like really intimate time with your friends, like staying in, like watching a movie, having girl talk, um, having girl talk. So really listen to that voice and don't block the noise. Now, current favorites. I am on a pastry kick. I'm obsessed with croissants, um, croissants, croissant, whatever you want to call it, cookies, um, banana bread. Like, I love getting that right now. And before, it was the sugary drinks, like the festive seasonal sugary drinks um, from coffee shops. But right now, I'm very much on a sweets kick and I'm not mad about it and it feels really thrilling to be able to have those foods like guilt-free and without second thought and to just like have them. Um, It's really freeing. If you've ever struggled with a disordered eating past or an eating disorder or like a rough relationship with food in your body, like you know how freeing it is to be able to have something without even thinking of what's in it. Like how many calories is this is or like negative thoughts surrounding those foods. So it feels really thrilling and freeing, um, which is like incredible. And I think it's like the next step on my intuitive eating journey, which is crazy. Um, Also, sourdough bread from local bakeries, currently obsessed. I got sourdough this weekend um, from, well, it's this past weekend when you're listening to this, but I got it from Forno Cultura, which is like a local bakery here in Toronto. The sourdough is amazing. I absolutely am obsessed. I'm on a sourdough kick and I think I want to try sourdough from like every bakery. So I think I want to try deer grain next. There's also another one on Queen Street West called like, I can picture it. It's like Nord something like N-O-R-D. I always walk by it on Queen Street West and they have gelato there in the summer. So I definitely want to try that next. I've seen people walking with their bread. It looks amazing. The Loblaws Bakery sourdough is also great. The organic sourdough from Farm Boy is also awesome. But I really want to try different sourdoughs. I'm on a sourdough journey. Um, that's also freeing, like being able to have bread without like second thought, being able to have like more than one slice, like butter, like just like to eat food freely is like really thrilling. Um, not to say that I still don't struggle at all. I definitely have those thoughts creep in, especially on low body image days, but I think it's really important to give yourself grace and to change the narrative of how you talk to yourself about your body and the things you're eating um, and focus on what makes you feel good on all capacities. Always check in with yourself and check in to see what feels good mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, like all around, like 
just do like a nice like 360 check-in. But I'm going to bring Mia onto the podcast. I hope you guys really enjoy this episode. I think you are going to love it. I think you're going to have a lot of tangible takeaways. I feel like it's going to be super related, relatable, um, for especially for any like recent college grads or individuals approaching grad or maybe like you're only like one to two years into your career post-grad. So I think it will be super helpful, super relatable. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, especially leaving ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts really helps the pod. Um, We have been trending. We have been being in the top charts in Canada and the States under education top charts, which is crazy. And I thank you guys so much for that. Like, it's so surreal that my show is even on there. Um, so I love you guys so much and enjoy this episode. Here's Mia. Okay. Hear me out. You guys know that I absolutely love coffee. I love espresso. I love my iced lattes. I love my coffee in the morning. It's what gets me out of bed. I love my lattes. And that's where Two Bears comes in. Two Bears, it has the mission to energize your mission, your moments, and to do that with the highest quality ingredients that are plant-based, nutritious, and innovative, and hear me out, guilt-free. They offer a variety of different products. They use flash brewing, not cold brewing, giving a better taste and consistency. They are nitro, frothy, creamy, and uplifting, and you can trust them for using the highest quality ingredients and having a clean label. With higher quality natural and plant-based ingredients, from the coffee to the oat milk, you know you are getting the good stuff. They are also sustainable from their packaging to plant-based ingredients. Oats use less water than any other plant-based or non-dairy milk, and they are proudly Canadian with their Canadian oats sourced from Saskatchewan. They have incredible lattes. They have black coffee, even their black flash brew. I love their vanilla oat latte. It is incredible. And you can use code MORNINGRAY10 for 10% off at twobears.ca. That is code MORNINGRAY10, the numbers one zero at twobears.ca. Check out Two Bears and thank you Two Bears for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Welcome to the pod. I'm here with Mia. Hi. So for those who don't know you, who are you? Where are you from? And what is your zodiac sign? Yes. Okay. Hello, everyone. Thank you, Lonnie, for having me on the podcast. Um, My name is Mia. Mia Rose Miller is my Instagram handle. I do like health, wellness, lifestyle, um, that kind of content creation. And my zodiac, I'm a cancer. What are? Oh, we're both cancers aren't we? I'm a Leo but I'm like I'm August 6th so like it's like at the beginning of Leo but I get along with cancers okay usually I'm July 18th and um I don't know much about star signs but I've been learning because a lot everyone in my life is very into it so like yes picking it up yes if you listen to we met at Acme she's also based in New York um she talks a lot about astrology on there and that's kind of like where I got the what is your zodiac sign thing from because she always does it in her pod and I thought it was cute um and like she'll talk she's a dating podcast I don't know if you listen to we met at acme but she's a dating podcast and she always talks about like compatibility I can't speak tonight (laughs) compatibility 
like with like your signs and everything and like your rising and your moon sign and like your whole chart yeah but a good place to start is costar i personally really like it there's some controversy about that app but i personally love it oh my gosh i did not know there was controversy about costar um also funny because i do know the podcast we met at acme i've never listened to it but on my walk to work i always pass acme being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches any meal honestly can get you into a rut especially with a busy schedule this fall you can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week so there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. it's truly a no-brainer it does all the shopping and meal planning for you ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards it's never been easier I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city, and I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50RAE, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Like the, the bar. Yes. The, like What the- does it look like? Like, I don't know. I've never been inside. So I just see the outside that literally just says yeah. I- Honestly, I have no idea. It's like you, I guess, but um, I, I've never been inside. Apparently, it's like hard to get into. Like, apparently, you have to have like an inn. Like, it's almost like a Soho house like situation. Like, with that being exclusive. Do you think that it's become that because of the podcast, or what has it all always been like? No, I think it's always been like that. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I don't know anything. I've never listened to the podcast. I've never been. Well, there. I think you should do some research for us okay. and go try figure out. Honestly, down. I'm I'm hopeful. Yeah, who knows? I don't know anything, like I said, about Acme, but from the name, it sounds like I'll meet the man of my dreams there, hopefully, maybe. <laughs> I'll keep you updated. <laughs> Are you dating? Are you seeing people? No. Really so single. It's it's laughable kind of, but um I'm focusing on my career, okay? <laughs> okay. We love yeah. a girl boss. We yeah. love a thriving queen. <laughs> what about Speaking you? Me. Um, I've been having I definitely had a hot girl summer. It definitely transitioned into I don't know what we're calling it for fall, but I'm just gonna go hot girl fall, cool girl fall, um, fantastic girl fall. I don't know. <laughs> um and I've been seeing this one guy for a little bit. And it's just like it's fresh. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay, have to keep me updated. Keep keep all yeah. the updated. Actually, you should have a yes. whole episode about like dating post pandemic or I don't know, getting back out there. Ooh. That because I I'm, I need advice. Always have a rouster. I'm having um Ellie Rallo. Is that how you say her name? On mm. she's also based in New York, and she does a lot of um sneaky link like rules. So we'll talk a lot about dating in that okay. episode. Oh my gosh, send it to me when it's out. I will be the first. Yes, <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm actually recording with her tomorrow morning, which oh. I'm really excited. 
Yay. Okay. That'll be awesome. Okay. We spoke a little bit about career and how you're focusing on your career. So what did you go to college for? And then what is your career now? Yes. So I work at a boutique public relations agency in New York City. Um, Our clients are like health, wellness, lifestyle, CPG um, kind of products. And in college, I went to the University of Oregon. I graduated with a double major in public relations and environmental studies. So like I'm kind of passionate about better for you brands and Mm -hmm. um, like brands that care about like more than just making profit. Um, And that's kind of what my agency focuses on. So Mm -hmm. that's what I do nine to six every single day. And then um, side hustle is social media and Instagram and content creation. Aren't one of your clients 818? Yes. Or is, yeah. 818 Tequila is my biggest and most like public client for sure. Um, They're a really fun account to work with. Um, They have like events and stuff and I've never done event PR or anything before so that's been crazy also like since it's kind of post-pandemic people are actually have real events again um so that's been crazy but yeah what has like your first like how long have you been working for them for so I've only been working my this is my first real job post-grad um and so Mm -hmm. I graduated in June and started working at this agency in August so really, it, it's barely, it hasn't even been six months, six months. So I'm like super new. What has that like transition been like? I know like a lot of my friends are currently struggling. Like I'm kind of like still doing both. Like I'm working full time and doing school. Like I'm finishing up my last semester. So I feel like I'm still like in the school mindset, even though I'm like also in the work mindset. Mm-hmm. But what is it like fully transitioning out of school and into like, quote unquote, like the real world and having like a nine to six, a nine to five job. Yeah. And adulting. Right. Um, well, first of all, I'm like so inspired by you. I know we've, we've talked like separately about like all the things that you're doing in your life. And I'm just so amazed and like inspired because. Well, thank you. Of course. Um, but the transition from college to like a real quote unquote job, whatever, um, has been incredibly difficult and I do not think that people talk about it enough because I personally think that this life transition for me has been the hardest life transition that like I've ever Mm -hmm. gone I know some people like really struggle freshman year of college or um I don't even know high school but for me this transition has been super difficult just because not only did like I graduate and then start working nine to six, whatever. I also like moved across the country to a new city that's extremely overwhelming. I don't, I really had like only a few people that I knew that were living there prior. Everyone else Mm -hmm. I've met in the past, however many months that I've been living there. I don't know anything about, or I didn't know anything about New York. Um, And so it's been very, very challenging. I'm not going to lie, but I feel like I moved in June and now it's almost December and only finally am I like starting to feel settled and kind of like it's becoming home still Mm -hmm. from it. But yeah, it's funny because people keep asking me like, 
where should I go in New York? What should I do? I'm like, girl, I don't even know what I, what should I do? Like, (laughs) (laughs) um, but yeah, how about you? How, like, are you ready for your post-grad? Are you like done with school or really? Okay. So I feel like, so I moved out this summer too. Um, but I only moved like into like the city from the suburbs. So I feel like my transition was a lot easier in terms of like living arrangements it took about a month for it to kind of settle in which was like nice it was kind of like a a moment where it kind of just like clicked it's like oh it feels like home now it doesn't feel like a vacation Mm -hmm. um and it was like the first apartment that really felt like home to me because when I was away at Laurier my old university the like res and like my apartment like never felt like home like oh I knew it was always temporary and so I never really like made it a home and like nested Mm. so it feels really good to like feel settled into this I feel like right now I have my feet in two different ponds like I have one foot in like a student life and then I have one foot like in like normal adult life so I feel like it's kind of like a nice buffer into like the real world because it's a bit more gradual I'm not being like thrown in head first you know I'm kind of just like taking the steps down into the shallow end and then swimming across into the deep end um but then again I'm also starting a new job as soon as I graduate um I just got hired at a new creative agency so thank you amazing thanks um and that literally like my final exam is December 12th and my first day at this job is the 13th so it's literally like the next day it's like hello new life um but I feel like the transition has been pretty good pretty smooth and I think like it's because I'm in the same city and because I'm kind of still like doing school and work at the same time I feel like it's definitely going to be more of like a hit or like a wake-up call like when I'm no longer in school but I also think it'll be really nice because I'll have one less thing to worry about on my plate like once I'm done work I kind of don't have to worry about all my assignments yeah. For like readings and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but I've been feeling good. Like I've been really enjoying like what I do, which was like my biggest fear. I didn't want to hate my job. That was like my goal. Like I just don't want to enter into a job and like be miserable because I heard of like all my friends working for big companies like Deloitte and PNG and EY and all these like big corporate companies and they're miserable. Not that those companies aren't great, but I know like it wouldn't be for me. And that was like my biggest fear. And so far we're we're doing good. Yeah, I know. I, I think I honestly, I totally relate. Like I love my job and it's very stressful and like long hours, but at least at the end of the day, like I can say that I genuinely enjoy what I do and mm-hmm. feel so lucky because I, I am the same. Like I have so many friends that work at these huge corporate companies and like hate their lives and they also work long hours and they also are always stressed but they just (laughs) and so I'm like at least I like it I really like it so yeah good I'm glad and did you always see yourself going into PR or like was it something that like came like later down the line yeah so I well it's funny because what even is PR like who knows people don't go into college being like or I, I mean I can't speak for everyone, but I didn't go into college being mm-hmm. like, I want to work in public relations. I originally <laughs> went as like a journalism 
environmental studies major, double major, um, because I thought that I wanted to like be a writer and report about the environment because I'm really passionate about like sustainability. <laughs> but I just realized that I don't know, working in the news is so depressing. Um, and I didn't mm-hmm. want to work at like I didn't want to write stories really about current events. That's I don't know. So my college counselor was like, you should consider public relations. It's still communications. You're still in the journalism school. Um, but rather than reporting on current events, you're, you you can like work for brands or it's like more strategic communication. Yes. And I love to write and I love like marketing and like working for cool brands. So it kind of became the perfect fit for me. Are you, you're a marketing ma- major, right? Or Yeah, I'm a marketing major and then I minored in retail management, but I took all of like the marketing retail courses. So I cuz I used to really want to go into fashion and then fashion marketing, so I thought like maybe this is a way for me to kind of like dip my toes into that a little bit from an educational standpoint. So I did like social media courses, like social media marketing for like companies I did like buying for like how you buy product and everything for a retail store um but my major was marketing slash is still finishing it but yes (laughs) okay cool yeah but anyway that's that's me that's how I got into PR and I've always like like to ask this or like whenever I'm talking to my friends like how much of your degree are you finding is actually applicable to your day-to-day like are there things that like you've learned in school that you find you're actually applying or is it more so like the soft skill I think they're they would be soft skills like the communication like organizing yourself like being able to like juggle like multiple things or is it like the actual like theory and like what you were taught being applied that's a great question um so I do think that I I'm quite like a strong writer and I definitely learned those skills in college especially for like AP journalistic style writing it Mm -hmm. is really different than like writing an essay um and honestly I'm not gonna lie like there's not a lot like the general education math I do not use math at any (laughs) at my job (laughs) or like I don't know science but um I did learn in college like how to write a press release what is a media list um and those are definitely very PR specific things. That being said, they're not skills that you have to learn in a classroom education. Mm-hmm. You, anybody could pick it up within like a few weeks of working at a PR agency. And we get a lot of like, there's a lot of intertwining between like people who are just journalists and they want to switch to PR or even advertising and want to switch to PR or all around and Mm-hmm. definitely interchangeable skills that you can learn um and marketing too it's all kind of interchangeable yeah yeah well even my sister she works in PR she also works at a boot I don't know if her agency now is a boutique agency but she generally works for boutique agencies she's working for strategic objectives which is a actually no they're pretty big in Canada mm-hmm. um but she majored in communications in her undergrad and then she did a certificate afterwards like at a college like a one-year program um that was like then specialized in PR but like you can literally even in marketing like so many a lot of um psychology majors go into marketing because if you're really good at psychology you can understand the consumer and you're actually probably better at marketing than like a marketing that makes major 
I didn't even I've never even considered that but I can totally see that like I wish I took more psychology courses Mm -hmm. so I could be better at what I did maybe I'll like do that on the side or something like on like Skillshare or something I don't know (laughs) (laughs) um what does like a day working at your PR firm look like because I know it can be really glamorized and there are a lot of like really like fun like pretty like sparkly things about PR but I know it's also from my sister it can be very stressful and demanding job so what does like a typical day look like Okay, I'm so glad you asked this question because honestly, my job is not glamorous at all. And I feel like, you know, on social media, it's like everyone knows, it is a highlight reel. So of course, mm-hmm. these events, when like I'm sitting at my cute desk with in my cute office, which is very cute actually, but with like all of my, it does look very cute. My little like <laughs> agendas and stuff. Uh, I feel as though people think that I'm like doing something crazy every single day, but I'm really not. Um, most majority of what I'm doing is I also like this have the lowest entry level PR job. It's called being an account coordinator. Like, like I said, literally just graduated college, first job ever. Being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut, or even with your lunches, any meal honestly can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week, so there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook, along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city. And I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50RAE, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Blech. And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. Pretty much. Um, so I have a very basic PR job where I take notes during meetings, I write agendas for client calls, I do a lot of research on like building these media lists for influencers or actual like reporters and editors. Um, so I do, because I work at a smaller PR agency, I am a lot more hands-on with clients, which I love. And it's one of my favorite mm-hmm. things about working at my specific agency because I have been I did intern at like a huge PR agency that did like all of their clients were like big name brands and supermarkets and things that I never even touched anything client facing really. Um, And the client had no idea who I am, but here I get to sit in like the clients know my name. They see my name. 
they know my face, everything. Um, but yeah, top line, it's a lot of research, a lot of reporting, um, and things like that. Checking emails, replying to emails. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, because like I feel like what's that show? There's um a show that's about like girls in PR. I forgot what it's called right now. My boss um, was on that show, I think. What was it? It was filmed in Toronto, I'm pretty sure. Okay, maybe not then, but my boss has been on a reality TV show about PR girl girls in PR. I know there was like a there is an acting one, like it was like not um reality. Okay, I know that um I've never actually watched this show, don't come for me, listeners. Um, but Sex in the City, I know that one of the main characters works in PR. And I haven't watched the show either, don't worry. I've seen the movies, but I haven't watched the show, and I want to now because I know they're filming again. I've seen something filming in New York, and everyone around me was really excited. But since I had never seen the show, I was not that excited. But I did see them filming it actually. Okay, so anyways, there's a show that's like filmed in Toronto, but it's like it's like based in New York, and it's about these girls in PR, and it's like seems like super. They make it seem like super glamorous, and then. I just literally want to like shake those shows sometimes and like thanks for making it look glamorous but I know that it's not and I feel like so many girl majority of girls like feel like it's less frequent for a guy to go into PR like I feel like it's definitely like female um forward in that industry but you go into this thinking it's gonna be super glamorous like you got to work with all these brands but like it's super demanding like you have to do your work then like after work if you have an event then you have to go to the event and like there's so many things that you have to deal with. Um, yeah. Was it what you expected it to be going into it? Um, well, it's hard to say because I feel like I had no expectations, which is kind of – it's been good and bad. Actually, PR, you're right. It's, it's so much more stressful than I could have ever imagined. And I, that is something that really shocked me starting my 9 to 6 is that it's not actually nine to six. It's like nine to whenever you finish your work, which could be, it could be six. It could be eight. Sometimes we have, for um, the celebrity clients that we have in particular, we do this thing called buzz pitching. So like after events, we come back home and pitch to reporters, which I, since I have like the lowest tier job, I've never mm-hmm. had yet. But um, my like coworkers, they work such long hours and it's really inspiring because I can see how passionate they are about their jobs and like I want to be like that too um, and I am like that like I, I love my job but um, thankfully I haven't had to do that yet but it's coming it's in my future I think <laughs> um, I think that's been the most shocking thing honestly is just how stressful and like working with so many clients you know this because you also work with like a million clients. yeah but allocating your time between them it's like you have so many tabs open in your brain and on your yes. computer like I have 50 million tabs open at once and like everything is so scattered um so I think that's been the most shocking thing about that. back to the tabs I did something to I started doing this to help me like one keep my computer not from like wanting to kill me because I have a million tabs open but also like clear space clear mind I only have the tabs open that I actually need when I'm working on a task. So if I'm working on, say, scheduling content for one of my clients, like client A's socials, 
I will only have open plan, which is what I use to schedule. I'll only have Canva open if I'm making assets for their Instagram. If not, Canva is closed and Google Drive open if I'm grabbing content from there. And then as I finish using Google Drive, then I close it and it like helps keep me a bit more organized and it makes me less tempted to like try to jump between multiple brands or like at the same time because then you're like, oh, I can only focus on this Mm -hmm. and that's all that's on my screen. So that's all that's in my head. That's honestly such good advice. I need to do that because I have about 70 tabs open at once and it's a problem because I can never find anything. And then I, I, I literally switch back clients, tasks, whatever, within like five minutes of each other and my brain yeah. is constantly jumbled. So I'm going to try that. <laughs> yeah, try that and then have a piece of paper next to you because sometimes thoughts will come forward of like, oh, I need to do this for this client. Just write it down because then like you want to do it right away because you're scared you're going to forget or you like want to like just start on it. You get like antsy. So if you like just write it down on a piece of paper, you know, it's there. You're able to like bounce that thought off somewhere and it just helps you. My therapist gave me that tip. Love that. Free therapy, everyone. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Advice. Um, Yes. Cool. Okay, so you mentioned that your main hustle is your PR job, but then on the side, you're doing your Instagram. So what is it like balancing that, especially with like your insane hours and that they're not super consistent? And what's it like being like a micro influencer while working full time? Because I feel like people only really talk about like, like you see saw like Brooke Michio when she was working and like she was vlogging and like doing her nine to five or um, like Natalie Barbu has like her own agency and like she's also like YouTube on the side but I feel like when you're smaller sometimes it can be overlooked or you're like oh I don't it's not that as important um but what is it like like balancing that all because I feel like micro influencers are really having their moment right now that's true um I yeah again I'm not gonna lie it has been incredibly hard and I think that like if not that people really are paying that close attention to me and my content but if (laughs) you do look at it closely you can kind of see that or at least I think it had it's first of all it's changed a lot it used to be like recipes every single day but now with working nine to six like I Mm -hmm. don't have time to cook like I order takeout literally every day um And so number one, my content has changed and that's been hard to find like this new place where I fit in because honestly, it's like, what am I if I'm not uh, posting recipes every day? What Mm -hmm. do I post? Um, And then at the same time, it's trying to balance, like allocate my time to creating content. And also I had this conversation with my friend. I don't know if you struggle with this, but now when I create content, it's like outside of work. So I'm also trying to enjoy myself. Like I'm with my friends, mm-hmm. like trying new restaurants or trying new cafes or whatever. And it's also been hard trying to find the balance between like enjoying my time with my friends or whoever I'm with and also at the same time trying to get content because now I'm not working. So it's like time to do content. Mm-hmm. So honestly, I'm really struggling and still very much trying to find the balance if that even exists, which I don't, spoiler alert, I don't really believe that it does exist. But um, 
yeah, I don't know if you have, I feel like you do it so well. So like, seriously, please give me and the listeners tips because I'm struggling. I feel like it's all just morning routines now because like, that's the only time that I have is before work and after work. But after work, I'm like so tired that all I want to do is go home and sleep. (laughs) That's how I feel. I feel like that I kind of have more flexibility up until this point. I'm going to be starting to work in office again with my new job. Um, It's definitely going to be like hybrid, but I have more flexibility because I work at home. So, and my boss is very supportive of my side hustle. So he doesn't mind if I schedule a podcast recording in the middle of the workday, as long as it's not interfering with meetings or me getting my work done. Um. And I can, like, take the pretty food photos because I'm at home mm. most of the time. Yeah. So I feel like I have that advantage. But I think also not being such a perfectionist about your content, I think once I let go of that, I was able to be okay if my photos weren't, like, pristine. And I kind of found myself in, like, this, like, realistic niche of like influencers like the unfiltered like kind of like the not that I'm Emma Chamberlain but like the Emma Chamberlain like sort of vibes like not perfectly curated not like the perfect like that girl aesthetic like something more achievable like yes I know my stuff is still pretty aesthetic yes I know that it's not always super realistic for everyone um but just like learning to be okay that it doesn't have to be absolutely perfect and also having friends that understand why you might be pulling your phone out at the cafe to take a photo or asking them to take a photo of you while you're out because that's the one day of the week that you're dressed in something other than athleisure like literally like I'll go to like a coffee shop with my friend Corey and that is like the one day I dress nicely and she's like okay so we're doing a photo shoot afterwards I was like yes and sometimes I'll bring like another outfit and change and it's just like figuring out how to make the most of those times when you do have time to shoot and really like just like say like saying to your friends like I'm sorry I just have to take this photo or I hope you don't mind I'm just going to take this photo and then being in the moment like I used to post all my Instagram stories right away I still do sometimes but I transition to my camera and taking them on my camera and I'll take them and then I'll post them later and I find that allows me to be able to balance like creating content eventually I take a few photos hope that one of them is good and then I'll post and look at it later and then I'm still able to enjoy the moment with my friends and be social and go out Um, but I also try not to do things on the weekend if I can Um, those are like my big things. I try to keep work during the weekdays and then the weekends for fun so they can really have time to like chill or to clean or to be with my friends or to go on dates. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, honestly, I'm okay. I'm inspired and taking notes. Literally. <laughs> I definitely do the camera switching to camera roll for stories. I found to be game changing because I would feel so much pressure to like post in the moment and then like chat mm-hmm. constantly uh yeah definitely if people are listening and don't do that 100 yes and I used to be like I can never do that on my camera roll like I have to post like in the moment like I like being spontaneous but honestly it's helped so much and I feel like then also I have more content that's like repurposable like repurposed like I can repurpose the content later um which is really nice because before like 
if I posted on my stories and I didn't save it before I put the text on or whatever, then like I couldn't repurpose it for any other thing. And I know a lot of people do in the camera roll so that they can put it into reels or TikToks or like feed posts and different things. Um, so the camera roll is it's clutch. Yeah, definitely. And also, also talking about like um, not making your content look so perfect and curated. That's definitely something that. I've noticed that it's become like a bigger trend is to do like Mm -hmm. photo dump, just things that you find beautiful that might not like be the most, even though they are beautiful, like, I don't know, you might have just snapped a pic really quickly versus you taking the time to really like set up a photo beautifully. Mm -hmm. And I, I love that. Um, because number one, I think it's actually made me like more observant in life and notice the really beautiful things around me and not take them for granted. Um, and two, it's made me a lot less stressed about not having like the perfect setup. Or I used to back in the days where I spent so much time on my content, like I used to buy props and things just for taking photos. Um and I don't do that anymore, which has been nice. And I feel like a stress has definitely been lifted in that aspect. Yeah. And I also feel like the spontaneous photos, whether it be of yourself or your coffee or your meal or the way that the light is hitting the tree or kids playing in the park, like that content is so much more beautiful and memorable. And it feels so much more lively. Like it feels like there's a, a like life to it, opposed to it being so still and like sterile in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're more memories. Like they're the photos you want to look back on. Okay, we spoke a little bit about this in DMs on Insta, but I feel like we both feel like the pandemic is causing a lot of burnout. Like we've been in this heightened state of anxiety um and uncertainty for so long and so much like constantly changing and going forward and going back um what has your experience been like with the pandemic oh my god wow (laughs) it is late the pandemic and like feeling burnt out with work and everything because I feel like because everything went online and can be online there's so much more pressure to be present online and available at every given moment. So how are you feeling and what has your experience been with like feeling burnt out or on the edge of it? Yeah. So I think my like anxiety, stress, burnout had never, it was the worst it's ever been this summer. Um, so summer of like 2021, when I graduated college, started my full time, I was working full time even before I started at the agency I'm currently at because I was a full time intern at um, a different PR agency. And I I was like you, I also I graduated, like I, I didn't even attend my college's in person graduation, even though they had it, I um, immediately moved to New York like literally, I don't remember exactly, but it was basically like a day after I graduated, started working full time. And then after my internship had ended, I took a weekend, like Saturday, Sunday, and then started Mm -hmm. time thing. So 
I was just so burnt out also like you know going through these crazy life transitions um and at the same time everything is opening up again um especially in New York where I feel like everyone wants to be right now I get it um it is like it is the place to be right now but Mm -hmm. I'm meeting all these new people after work there was always some crazy event or not even crazy event but I was just used to being in school online for like three hours of the day and then making some beautiful oatmeal and going on my like two hour walk every day and then all of a sudden it was like craziness nine to six you're sitting at a desk like replying typing away emails after work boom dinner and like it was just so much and I really I don't know it was that's why it was so hard for me um but I feel like finally, um, I don't know, just maybe with the seasons changing and, you know, fall and winter's here, so everyone's kind of toning it back a bit. Um, it's definitely chilled out a little. And um, yeah, so I just feel as though no one was really prepared for the reopening of the world, if you will. And mm-hmm. it hit everyone a lot harder than I think we were all expecting. Um, do you feel the same? Yeah, I feel like it's just been go, go, go. And yes, we did have this moment of kind of stillness at the very beginning of the pandemic where we all didn't really know what was happening. We thought we were having like a two-week vacation. Um, but I really think, and I've listened to a lot of things where it's like, We're not meant as humans to be in this state of panic for so long. And even though things have started to feel kind of normal again, like as normal as they can be, like a new normal, um, there's still so much uncertainty. And yes, things are getting back to what feels normal, but COVID is still a very real thing. There are still restrictions happening in the world um, with the various variants coming forward. And With everything going online, it's caused us to want things so much faster, so much quicker, which means the people that are providing those services have to provide them so much quicker. Um, And there's so much more demand and competition. And I feel like now because everything can be remote or virtual, you're not only competing for jobs with people in that vicinity, but you're also competing with people on an international level. Like anyone can apply pretty much for any job and your market is so much wider now because everything has gone online. Mm -hmm. And I think because we've like been in this state of panic for so long, like it's led us to feel more anxious. And a lot of people who weren't anxious before are experiencing anxiety now or people who were anxious before experiencing worse anxiety because there's so much unknown in the air still even as much as like things start to feel normal, like how like there's parties and things and like things are opening up. It's still like very much not. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that we're all just trying to like figure out where we fit in and this, whatever, like you're saying, like new normal, what is that and how do we navigate it? And everyone's just like overwhelmed constantly and we don't know what the right thing to do is. And there's just so much to think about. My brain hurts. Honestly, I'm Yeah, I also feel like a lot of people went through a lot of changes 
and who they were during the pandemic. And so now navigating like a social life and a professional life, like your career in office after experiencing those changes and going through those periods of growth um, or even like people experience depression and like loneliness and like really extreme anxiety are kind of coming out of that now and learning how to navigate the life as like the quote unquote new you. Like I know I've experienced so much growth like emotionally and like working through therapy in the past year and a half, almost now two years. So yeah, I think also going off that, like you said, during peak quarantine vibes, we were all able to like work on ourselves so much. And Mm -hmm. I was, I'm not gonna lie, like I was a very selfish person during that time. I Mm -hmm. didn't have anyone else to you know, no, I didn't have any bosses or anything. It was just me and taking my classes. And I could spend so much time on myself, bettering myself, learning about like wellness and meditation and yoga and all these amazing practices that are supposed to be like great for you. And now I don't have, I have barely any time to my to, to prioritize mm-hmm. myself. So that has also contributed a lot to like this burnout because I feel like I went from really being able to prioritize me to now I'm prioritizing everyone else and I'm trying to get back and like find that balance. Yes. I feel like also now we feel a lot of pressure to say yes to so many things because they were taken away from us. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that pressure exists because it's a fear of it going away again of it potentially disappearing. You're like, oh, well, I didn't get to do it then. And I used to always say no. And then I couldn't even say yes. And now I can say yes. So I have to say yes. And that causes us to push a lot of boundaries. Like I know for myself, as much as I get re-energized from being around people, if it's the right type of people I've learned, um, I also re-energize by being alone and having alone time and practicing self-care and spending a Friday night in. And I feel like now on TikTok, even like Friday nights in are like trending. Yeah. Yes. Um, those TikToks. It was yes. a night. I would recommend if any of you guys um, need to – you just need to do a Friday night to yourself. It's a great experience. <laughs> yes. I love Friday nights. I've been doing Saturday nights in, although my mom is always like – Saturday nights are date nights. Like that's when you go out with like your special someone. Like apparently like that was a thing. I don't know if it's still a thing, but she always is like if I'm with girlfriends like on a Saturday night and I'm not going out with like my quote unquote sneaky link or like whatever guy I'm seeing, (laughs) she'll be like, you should be going on your date with so-and-so. I'm like, it doesn't work like that anymore, mom. I can go on my date with him whenever I want. (laughs) I love your mom, first of all. Um, so Saturday night date nights, that's cute. That's a cute idea. I, I support. Should we make it, should we bring it back? Honestly, sure. I, I, Friday nights in, Saturday night date night. Yes. <laughs> find my contender to take on these dates, but then I'm down to start. Hinge. Hinge is where it's at. Yeah. I gotta get, I gotta get better at the apps. I just get like, I don't have time. Like, <laughs> scrolling is like a chore for me honestly you can set aside five minutes to swipe and then (laughs) you use it as a pre-drinks before you go out with the girls yes oh that's a great idea yes like two birds with one stone okay yes love it 
And then you, you put a time cap on it. So then, like, if you're not into it, like, it's only that, like, s- certain time. And then you go out with your girlfriends and you're back in a good mood. I'm definitely going to take – I'm doing this. Okay. Let's wrap it up. I feel like we've spoken a lot about so many different things today. If our listeners didn't listen to anything that we just spoke about and they were to only take this one piece of advice or quote or resource, what would it be? Um, okay. Well, I am cheating a little bit because I was on my first ever podcast like a few weeks ago and <laughs> the host also asked me this question and I was very unprepared. So I thought of so I'm just going to steal the same thing from last time because I'm unoriginal and don't have anything new to say but it's that as I've gotten older I'm not I'm well I'm still only 22 so I know I'm very young but you know we're we're getting older every year um Mm -hmm. I've just stopped I've realized that no one cares about you really and that whatever you do like it's not that deep no one cares just do what makes you happy because people aren't paying close attention to you they really aren't and no one's gonna notice if like I don't know something as small as like oh I forgot to put my rings on today um like my finger rings mm-hmm. oh my I used to like I I was like my hands feel naked without my rings and I was like, yes no oh my god no or like perfume cares. yes like no one it's like oh my god I forgot to put on my perfume today like Literally, I guarantee you, not a single person will notice. No one. So just do whatever you want to do. If you don't want to wear your rings one day, like don't wear your rings. That this is a bad analogy. I'm tired. We're both delusional. You know, it has a deeper meaning. I feel Um, whether that be on social media, like I, you know, putting that pressure on yourself to come out with this like amazing aesthetic content, or it's. I don't know. Or even like starting like your an Instagram page. Like so many of my friends are so self-conscious about starting Instagram pages or like a TikTok because they're fearful of what other people will think of them. But then at the end of the day, like, yeah, sure, maybe someone will scroll across that and be like, oh, what the heck is she doing? But at the end of the day, it should only really matter what you want and how you feel about it. So if you want to do it, just do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like in maybe like in high school or even like my early years of college I that really did stop me from doing things is Mm -hmm. what I thought other people would think and it's I I know and the thing is everyone tells you this like this is all advice that I already received but I feel like I didn't start actually listening to it until (laughs) I got older and I, I was just like wait yeah literally no one cares because I look at other people and like I don't care what they do so no one cares about what I do either um yeah which sounds kind of sad in a way I mean but like it's not like no one people care about you but they don't care about every single little detail of you in your life they're too busy consumed by their own lives Mm -hmm. so if there's something that you're like on the fence about like just do it yeah and Mia, plug yourself out. Where can the listeners find you? Yes. Where can they see your beautiful desk setup that I'm obsessed with? <laughs> um, I really thank you for saying that because I I've also never had like 
a space that's truly not in college like you know we move every single year and then mm-hmm. my, my room at home is like been the same since I was like 12 so uh, this is the first time that I've been able to like make my space beautiful so thank you for commenting um but anyway you can find me at Mia Rose Miller underscore on Instagram which my name is spelt M-Y-A but it is Mia um I also have a TikTok it's healthyish Mia I'm probably going to change the name soon um and I don't really my posts on TikTok are very sporadic I also have a YouTube haven't used it in months but maybe one day I'll make a reappearance. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for having me on, Lonnie. This was so fun. Um, I I love being on podcasts now. I, this is only my second one, but it's just great. It's so much fun. Yeah. It's it's just like, honestly, a conversation between friends. And I'm, but now I'm like, oh, shoot. Did I say anything that like? No, no. you're good. Okay. <laughs> But thank you so much for coming on the pod. You're welcome back anytime. And if you guys like this episode of Morning Ray, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe as that's how you can help support the pod. I love you guys so much and we'll chat soon. Bye, guys. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.